This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, Welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday. It is February 7th, 5.30. And thank you guys all for listening. Thank you all for checking in. We love seeing your texts and getting your calls this early in the morning. We're all in the same same place here. You're either getting up really early or you're getting home really late. And we appreciate you guys listening to us. How's it going? Good. Uh, Real good. Good to be here. Good to see you. It was a nice... It's a nice relaxing weekend. There were highs, there were lows. Um, Laura and I did dinner on Friday night, which was really nice. And then Saturday was just a nice relaxing day for me. Didn't do any work. I'm like, I'm just going to just enjoy myself on Saturday. And then had dinner with some friends that I haven't seen in like three or four months. And that was just a really, really nice dinner Saturday night. And Sunday was a low-key day for me. It was a, it was a, it was a nice weekend. How about you? Good. It was really good here. Same thing. Um, Friday night, we went out to dinner with some friends of ours. And then um, got home kind of late. Uh, it was kind of chill Saturday during the day, but then or during the morning. But then my daughter had a tournament, and so we were there for the rest of the evening, pretty much. Um, and that was a lot of fun. They did really well. And then, as far as Sunday goes, it was such a nice day. I slept in. Well, slept in for me, so that was like seven forty-five. I think what, I got 6:30? up. What time yeah, did you get up? I got up at like seven forty-five, uh-huh. and then um, you know watched all my political shows that I like to watch, and then I started binging cheer i had already started season two of cheer um when i was going when i went to new mexico i watched a couple episodes on the plane but i never finished it so i watched the entire the entire season of cheer season two um and it was really good and then i i then i took a nap and i i swear i slept most of the day yesterday it was just so (laughs) nice I, i was like i'll never be able to fall asleep tonight and I did. I fell right to sleep. So it was just a nice day to catch up. Watch Euphoria last night. Are you watching Euphoria? No, we're doing the uh, the Righteous Gemstones. So we did that show last night. So our two our two shows are watching right now are 1883, which we just love. And then that Righteous Gemstone show is the one we got into last week. So that's what we had on last night. So those are our two shows right now in the house. Yeah, we're we're um, we've got like uh, five shows going on all at the same time. But we watched uh, Euphoria last night because I saw it was trending up something like something big happened. What happened? I got to watch. And. And uh, man, 
that show, I get such anxiety watching it. I cannot even tell you. Like, I just, I watch it. My heart starts racing. I'm just, oh. So last night was no different. It was having a major panic attack watching it. And then when it was over, my husband's like, I need something to cleanse me from that. Let's watch Righteous Gemstones. Well, that, you know, there was some stuff going on on that show. I'm like, I can't. I got to go to bed. I can't do, <laughs> I can't do all these shows right before I go to sleep. Sunday was, it was just a gorgeous day yesterday. It's going to be like that all week long. It'll be in the 70s. It's going to be a perfect week here in Las Vegas. And I was the same way with napping yesterday. Got home from the gym, doing a couple errands. Went outside by the pool to play with jacks and stuff and be outside. And I had a couple of magazines to read. I started reading this magazine. And with, within, I would say within... 60 seconds. I was out, I think, for like 30 minutes, just passed out outside. It's just one of, the, one of those deep sleep naps, which feels so good when you wake up from. You're like, oh, whoa, where am I? What day is it? It was a good napping day on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it really was. I felt like I spent 90% of my day taking a nap. So <laughs> you ever do a double totally nap? Were you, uh, Saturday, I did a double nap. I did a short one Saturday morning, and then it was like late Saturday afternoon. I took like a 45-minute nap. I did a double nap on Saturday, which was gorgeous. Oh, I, did, I, I could do just an all-day nap i get that's what is that like a quadruple nap i i could do that all the time i love to take naps i was so. thinking the same thing i'm like yesterday i'm like do i take another nap like am i just waking up on early on sunday mornings just so i can nap all day yeah maybe so that's exactly why you do it that's Nothing exactly why it. your body's asking for it so all right well let's get the show started time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the very first song of the show this morning so do you want to hear the mummer's dance by lorena mckinnett <laughs> Here, be my lover by Labouche. Or do you want to hear I Know You Want Me by Pitbull? Those are your choices. Tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning, or text or call us, 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Things between Kanye and Kim, they are unraveling publicly. And over the weekend, they bickered about each other on social media. It started when Kanye accused Kim of putting their 8-year-old daughter North on TikTok without her consent. I'm sorry, without his consent. Now, on Instagram, he asked his followers, since this is my first divorce, I need to know, what should I do about my daughter being put on TikTok against my will? Before we get into the rest of the story, what do you think about that? You're, you're going through a divorce, and your spouse is putting your, your underage child on TikTok, and you have an issue with it. Where, where do you go with that? Well, I, I mean, I think he's kind of making it black and white. They have a joint account. It's like Kim and North is the name of the account, mm-hmm. and supposedly they do the stuff on there. She keeps an eye on it. So she is very young, and I mean, that's a personal decision. I can't tell someone how to parent their kid, but um, I, I don't think it's a it, that she's just 
just on there rogue doing things all by herself it's without supervised some, yeah. and, uh, so, so Kim rarely speaks out against Kanye publicly but she couldn't let this go in an Instagram story she said his constant attacks are hurtful she added quote his obsession with trying to control and manipulate our situation so negatively and publicly is only causing further pain for all she also said she wants to handle all matters regarding our children privately then yesterday Sunday Kanye said Kim has falsely accused him of putting a hit out on her he also suggested that she's accused him of being on drugs and stealing. And he also complained that Kim won't let him take the kids to a Chicago Bulls game. So there's a lot going on right there. It, it, you know, it just got ugly when they all started doing it publicly. Because what purpose is that going to even mm-hmm. serve? You know, nothing yeah. doesn't help it at all. OK, so every, we all do Wordle. We, we, we talked about it before. It's the, that word guessing game. Well, now there's a Taylor Swift version called Taylor Dole. So basically, it's Wordle, Taylor's version. You play it just like the original game, only five-letter words, but they're all related to Taylor's life and music. So you have words like lover, scarf, uh, blank has been one of the words, space has been one of the words. The game is free, and you can play it at taylordole.com. It came out on January 28th. It's already been played over a million times. We've been playing that for the last two weeks, is me and my daughter. Yeah, we've been, we, we do Wordle, and then we do the Taylor one. <laughs> There's a couple other ones. There's a Lord of the Rings one that's Lord of the Rings-themed, and then there is a Loodle, which is, you know, a little bit on the dirtier side. So there's mm. different different versions of that. We're less than t- uh, less than one week away from the Super Bowl. It's happening Sunday, and advertisers can't resist teasing their commercials for the big game. I'm like you, Mercedes. I, I want to see them. I, I want to be surprised come Sunday because to me, that's just as entertaining as the game. See what they're going to do. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed that they're all coming out now. But well, what can you do? So I will tell you some of the people. Like Lindsay Lohan's going to be in a Planet Fitness one. Uh, Z- Zendaya, Zendaya. I'm sorry, he's going to be in a Squarespace one. Matthew McConaughey's going to be in one. So there's a lot of stars coming out. So if you want to see them, you like to see them in advance, they're out there. They're online, and the advertisers are putting them out there. The number one movie in the box office over the weekend was Jackass Forever. It dominated the box office with $23 million. It only cost $10 million to make, so the guys are already making some money off of that movie. Did you guys see any movies this weekend? Um, Let's see. No, we did not watch any movies this weekend. You? Yeah, Laura watched something. It was some new Sandra Bullock movie that's out on Netflix. I was in and out. I don't know what it was about, but but she liked it. Um. So I don't know what I couldn't tell what it was called or kind of what the premise was, but she was highly entertained by it. Hmm. And then the... uh, When you find out, let us know. I'll let everyone know. So yeah, whatever that Sandra Bullock movie is, she liked it. The uh, the soundtrack to Encanto, speaking of movies, is still the number one album in the country. So this song here, top of that soundtrack. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Song of this a- album has been at number one. The last soundtrack with four weeks at number one was Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born, which came out in 2018. And then prior to that, the last soundtrack to have uh, to be at number one for four weeks was Frozen 2 back in 2014. It's just everywhere. Is the, uh, is the radio station going to start playing this song? Because this song, I haven't even heard the full version. I just know that we don't talk about Bruno part, and it's stuck in my head all weekend. Are we going to start playing it? We, there's a chance. We're, we're having meetings about it. and uh, <laughs> People want to hear it, right, when you asked last some week? Some people do, but some people don't. Some okay. people are like, I hear it enough with my kids. I don't need to hear it on my favorite radio station. So that's kind of the debate going on behind the scenes. We'll, we'll probably, well, a decision will be made by next Monday. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Probably the same discussions took place <laughs> yeah. when, uh, with uh, Frozen and Let It Go was the big song uh, back in the day. Uh, we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1.
welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1562. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock. It is Monday, February 7th. What a busy weekend in Las Vegas. Just watching some of the highlights from the Pro Bowl. We're going to talk a little bit about that uh, coming up and what's trending. But between that... And the All-Star, NHL All-Star game and a fight and just, it was, there was a lot happening this weekend. There was a lot of action going on and then, uh, you know, we'll break down the Pro Bowl and what's trending. Mercedes has a lot for us coming up here, but I, I knew it was coming up and I was reminded that I was about to start because with a, um, the, the F-14, whatever fighter jets flew over the stadium, they did like a, like a wide loop around the valley and I'm inside, I have the, the doors open, the windows open because it's so nice and I just hear this, these, these jets, I'm like, what's going on? Step outside. I see them fly over. I'm like, ah, that's right. The Pro Bowl is about to start. And that was my reminder that the game was about to take place. Yeah, we heard it also. My daughter was upstairs in her room. She texted me. She's like, what is going on? Is this the apocalypse? I was like, uh, it's the F-16s flying over. You're so fine. Loud. It was cool seeing <laughs> them, too. You're fine. I, I, we didn't go out. I wish I would have seen them. But by the time, it, I mean, it was noisy for a long time. But I was like, ah, I know what it is. And. By the time I get out there, they'll be gone. So I didn't even, I didn't even bother. You're like my wife because Laura was like sitting down. I'm like, look, take a look, look, look. She's like, huh? What? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> no, I I remember when quarantine first started and they did that fly over the valley and it was just it was. We were so excited to see it. Like we were, anything was making us happy at that point because it was just such a weird, weird time, and everyone was at home. And I, I remember when they did that flyover, and we went out there. We were all hooting and hollering. We we're all excited about it. So that's a that's a really cool thing to see. Yeah, when that that, that flyover during the pandemic, yeah, they gave the map, they gave the exact times, and that was the Blue, Blue Angels, the, was the Thunderbirds, I? Thunderbirds, Thunderbirds that came out. That was yeah, that was intense when they did that. Yeah, about two years ago, that was really neat. But yeah, it was just a, a really busy weekend in town i had a a couple of those hey i haven't talked to you in a while but i'm in las vegas uh text that came through over the weekend and i was like oh have a great time hmm. <laughs> were they were they alluding to like yeah uh, like, I wanting think they, something I, think or... they wa- I don't know if they want i don't know that they wanted something i think they probably wanted to meet up which yeah. is very sweet and if anyone ever wants to meet up with me i'm flattered but I, it was just not a good weekend for me. And so I was just like, well, have a great time. Um, enjoy yourself. Be safe. <laughs> I just kind of <laughs> left it at that. Cool. Weather's going to be great. Have fun. Good to hear from you. Yeah, but um, how, you had a good weekend? Yeah, it was, it was, it was really nice. It was, I, I did a social media cleanse, and I guess I'm still cleansing because I've yet to go on. I, I started back like a, I opened up Twitter for the first time last night, but I started a social media cleanse on Friday afternoon. And, um, it's funny because like it's just how much you just reach for a phone to open up Instagram. I'm big on Instagram. That's like my thing. Facebook wasn't that big of a thing, but I've yet to open it. But it was Saturday afternoon. First thing I want to do when I wake up Saturday morning, I'm, I normally have my coffee and my breakfast, and I scroll through Instagram. So I'm there Saturday morning. I'm like, ah, don't got to scroll through Instagram or any social media. Let me uh, put on the TV or something. And then Saturday afternoon, when I woke up from a nap, it was just like, autopilot like just grab my phone and i go to open instagram I'm like no i'm on a cleanse i'm on a cleanse and quickly shut the thing so i'll, I'll emerge from my cleanse later on this morning did someone did something inspire your cleanse or it was just something that you do every once in a while it's been a while since i've done one and it was it was friday afternoon i was trying to get like a quick story out and i kept flubbing stuff i'm like ah i just got frustrated with it and i put it down and then i came back to it later on with still that same kind of frustration over like a post and I'm saying to myself, what, you're, you're getting frustrated over a post. Like, no one pays that much attention to it. Just do it. Just send it. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to step away from it. 
have a refresh and come back to it this week. Yeah, I mean, well, you can't overthink the things exactly. that you put out there. Oh my really, gosh. at the end of the day, it's social media. It's like who cares, <laughs> you know? So good for you. No one's paying attention. You know, no one is really. Paying attention. They aren't. They're they, scrolling they're through. Like, they pay attention for their own posts to see who likes them. That's pretty yep. much all. <laughs> the only reason they're on there. <laughs> it felt good. It felt good. But I do feel like I need to because then I was thinking like last week I was messaging some people about some work stuff and everything on social media. I'm like, ah, I DM them. I don't have their number. I need to check to see if they responded. So I'll get back on it today. Get back in that world. Anything exciting? I haven't been back yet on social media. For uh, for our show, for a TV show. Oh no, like personal stuff. Oh yeah, darn! Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Ooh, no, 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 no. what's like going stuff. on? Personal stuff. Personal stuff. We have stuff. some cool stuff happening. Yeah, no, 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 no. personal <laughs> things. Like, oh, they probably think I'm a jerk because I haven't responded uh, to them. On today's show, we do have tickets for you to go see UB40. They'll be here in May, Mandalay Bay Beach. Those tickets are actually in about 15 minutes. And up next is what's trending. What do you got for us? Kylie Jenner has her baby. Like I said, the Pro Bowl comes to town and Build-A-Bear is getting a little bit racy. That's all coming up next in what's trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending on Mix 94.1? Okay, well, we have Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott trending this morning. They announced the birth of their second child by posting a black and white photo of the newborn baby's hand on Instagram. They didn't officially reveal the baby's gender, but their their people are saying that it is a boy. And that kind of uh, follows along with the caption. It has a blue heart with it with the date 2222 Oh, that's cool. Yeah, fans and family members have been expressing their excitement and delivering their congratulations. Her sister Courtney Kardashian commented, "Mommy of two life." No word on the name yet. The two are already parents to their 4-year-old daughter Stormy. And people were trying to sleuth the, sleuth this thing out a couple weeks ago. I remember there was a post from Christmas time and there was a baby bottle in the background and that was an indicator that the child was born, but here we go, 2222. Yeah, looks like uh, just a newborn right there. That's awesome. Yeah. Also, this morning, Pro Bowl is trending. The AFC came out ahead of the NFC 41 to 35 in the 2022. Tw- I keep I keep getting tongue tied on this year. There's a lot of twos. 2022 Pro Bowl yesterday. The AFC scored 13 consecutive points in the second half of the game, which was filled, just filled with turnovers. It just, it felt, someone, I saw someone post on social media. They said, this is like a flag football game. It just it was. felt like, it was too much. kind of like, which I understand. Like, nobody wants to get injured and go all out on the Pro Bowl game. But it, I, I was like, okay, I'm out. This is really boring. But the AFC has a five game Pro Bowl win streak. The two teams combined for eight turnovers, seven of which were interceptions. Justin Herbert from the LA Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders' own Max Crosby were named the Pro Bowl MVPs. I was the same way. Sat down to watch it. I'm like, okay, they're playing two-hand touch and completely understand football is a vicious game. You don't want to end your career in a Pro Bowl or have some nagging injury going into next season. But do you think they should mix it up where they don't even do the game or make it like a five-on-five or just have more skills competition or the guys going at it in bowling or something? Or should they still do the full game of like two-hand touch but in pads? I don't know. I It just, there's a lack of excitement mm-hmm. from me. I, I thought 
a lot of the fun events leading up to it were kind of cool where they were out at the Las Vegas ballpark and there was really great access for the fans to meet their favorite players. But the game itself is just kind of, in my opinion, just kind of boring. But I don't think you're alone on that one. Yeah, I, I don't know what you do. Maybe you have to go out there and you put blindfolds on them and make them play. Or <laughs> but, tie one hand behind their back and make them play. And three on three. Make, make it worth something really, really big. Like, huge. Put something on the line that they're like, oh, gosh, we definitely want to win this. Put draft picks on the line. Oh, could you imagine? Because they did <laughs> they did win money to the charity. Like, whoever yes. it was, the most interceptions, they were still, like, money, which is really cool to go to their charity. But, yeah, do it something where, yeah, if you're on the winning team, you get this. Like, how baseball, the, the All-Star game means something now. How can you make it mean in football? I don't have the answer to that. I don't either. But if someone does, let us know. <laughs> Please. And then, finally, this morning, Build-A-Bear is trending. The company has launched... Build-A-Bear After Dark, a new series of teddy bears designed specifically for adults. Uh Uh-oh. The concept was announced on their Facebook page. They're definitely playing into the whole Valentine's Day thing. The post says, wink, wink, our gift shop is full of gifts for adults, too. Shop Build-A-Bear After Dark for unique gift ideas that are sure to get you hugged. So... The bears aren't too explicit, but the reaction has definitely been mixed. Some of the animals are drinking wine. Others are wearing lingerie or shirts that say, I want to take you out. I mean, it's cute. But then when you really sit down and analyze it, it's like, okay, this is a little bit creepy. So eh, they went full raunchy. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I was kind of worried about. Like, do they they come with toys of some sort or what? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, if that's something your Valentine would be interested in, there's a market uh, now open for you. And that is what's trending. Here we go. We want caller 20. This is a great way to start your week. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. You get to play heads up and you have a really great prize that you can win today. We are giving you a pair of tickets to see UB40. They are coming to Mandalay Bay Beach on May 14th. Man, that's going to be a fun show. All you got to do is be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20, you are playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, Brian, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up. We have these UB40 tickets for you. They're going to be at Mandalay Bay Beach Ooh. in May. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Froyo, Break a Leg, Fettuccine, Scientist, or So Sweet? Wow. Okay. Let's go with... Uh... Fettuccine. Fettuccine. National Mm. Fettuccine Alfredo Day is today. So happy that. And these are all ingredients you will find in certain types of pasta. Okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Let's go with Mercedes. Okay. All right, Brian, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you got tickets to go see UB40. And you start now. You peel these and you eat them. There might be a cocktail with the the sauce. They're they're pink. Okay, pass. Um, Not pepper, but the white. uh, Yes. 
This is um, you you might uh, batter something with this. You put it in this this white substance first, and then you fry it. Yes, this is um, this is uh, extra virgin. Yes, this is um, this is a vegetable or technically it's a fruit. It's red. You chop it up and put it in salads. Yes, Um, this is uh, American cheddar. um, Yes, this is a little garnish on your plate. It's green. No one ever eats it. Oh, like parsley. Yes, parsley. Woo! You got it, Brian. Congratulations. (laughs) <laughs> Brian, well done, buddy. Yeah, you're all set with tickets to go see UB40. This is going to be a great concert. Mandalay Bay Beach on Saturday, May 14th. Congratulations, Brian. And we'll have these tickets all week long. Again, tomorrow morning at 625 when you win Heads Up. And then we'll do Heads Up again in the 8 o'clock hour, 825 on that. And when you win Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour, you'll get tickets to go see John Legend. Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning, 636. So this weekend, um, yeah, Las Vegas is a, a tricky city. I think it's different than any other city because a lot of times people live here, especially if you grew up here. And I did not grow up here. Neither did you. A lot of times I talk to natives and they're like, I just my goal is to get out of here one day. Like I I grew up in here Vegas. I want to get out. And then sometimes you'll have people that live here and then they move away. And I always make the joke that that Las Vegas is a boomerang city because you'll leave, but you'll come right back. And it's happened to a few of my friends. One of my one of my good friends, she moved away to the East Coast. She's like, so long, uh, you know, and I'm like, it's OK, you'll be back. And she's like, no, I won't. And I'm like, you will. You will. I just had a feeling about her. And I don't get that feeling with everyone. I just had a feeling about her. And she she came back two years, less than two years later. <laughs> and she's just like, I just I, I missed it. So our very best friends in the whole world are moving and we went out to dinner with them on Friday and, and like we we got a little emotional because this is going to that was one of our last like times together. And I was just like, ah, you know, I just I I'm so sad. I, I, I don't know what, what we're going to do without you guys. And they're like, we can't cry. We, you know, we'll see each other. We'll visit. And I'm like, and I do believe that we'll definitely do that. But <sighs> I'm really happy for them because they have great opportunities coming up, but there's just a tiny little part of me that hopes that they move back. And I'm not getting that same feeling from them as I was got oh. from my other friend. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, uh, did you did you leave Vegas and did you come back? And why did you come back is my question. What was it that brought you back? 702-364-9400. I, I don't know. It's just one of those cities where I've seen it a lot of times, the boomerang effect. Um, and... I'm just not getting that boomerang feeling from that one. You kind of know. Certain people you know, like, this is more of a Frisbee. It's just going straight. It's not coming back. It's not a boomerang. Oh, it makes me so sad. I'm I'm part of the boomerang club. And it's funny. I look back on it. So I left in 2001 to go to Washington, D.C. to to do radio in Washington, D.C. And there there are multiple factors that came into it. One, it was... It was a bigger market, which is kind of cool career-wise. Um, secondly, be closer to my family in Pennsylvania because at the point where I was really, really starting to miss them a lot. But like the third factor was like all of my close friends at that time were, were also leaving, and they are moving to California, and some of them had just graduated, they're, and they're moving on with their lives. I'm like, look at this. All my friends are leaving. I'm like one of the remaining. I still, I still had friends in town, but as far as my close friends, I'm like, I'm one of the last guys here in town. Like, maybe this is a sign the universe is telling me you should also be moving on. Look at everyone else moving on. So that's one of the reasons that I, that I took the job. 
I came back five years later. But what's so funny, I look at all those friends that also left at the time that got out of town. They all came back as well. We're all back here in town. And, and what is it? What is it about this city that makes you come back? Uh, and, and if you've done that, what brought you back? Was it a job? Did you miss it? Was it family? Was it a little bit of all of those things? When you go to another city, there's just there truly is no other place like this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people always feel like, oh, it's, you know, the what we're known for, you know, the gambling and the the, the clubs and all this stuff. But I just feel like the the sense of community and I've only lived in one other state, but and maybe I was just too young to appreciate it when I was growing up in Colorado. I just didn't feel like this entrenched in the community as I do here. Yep. Yeah. I, I agree. One hundred percent. I miss I miss the people. I missed I missed the radio station. I missed working here. All those things came into play. I moved to D.C. where I didn't know anybody. And it was it, it's a hard time when you move to a new city and have zero friends and you try to make connections. It was just it was just a hard go around. The morning show that I went to go work for ended up leaving two weeks before I was supposed to start working with them. It was just all these things start piling up on top of each other. And I, I think it was probably what within the first six months, definitely in the first year. I know I was talking to you, Mercedes, about trying to come back. We came close a couple of times. At one point, I gave up. I'm like, it's not going to happen. And the next thing you know, it was like 2005, summer 2005, flew out here. You and I had lunch, and boom, I was back in September of 2005. That was a I, – I don't know what happened with you and our big boss, but that was – that. it took some convincing. It took some convincing. Did you guys have like a falling out or something? Of what? Of the big boss, of getting you back. He's like, no, no, yeah. He was like, no, no, not bringing him back. I was like, dude, what good? Really? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought he wanted me back. No, there was a, and and then, well, I I don't know if there was a falling out between you and him or maybe someone underneath him. But that wasn't there. No, I didn't didn't know. This is the first time I'm hearing bad blood with anybody. No, 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 not bad blood not bad blood at all i don't think you you would have been back but it took some convincing oh i didn't know that i didn't know you had to sell them on me oh wow there was look at that they didn't want me back you guys oh my goodness gracious that is (laughs) not steps and tears over there jc why are you doing this i'm not but i never i never literally changing the story i never heard of it i've been back for (laughs) 17 years i never heard of you saying that they didn't want you back i never did i say they didn't want you back did i say those words i never you said you had bad blood with someone there was bad blood or it it was a maybe it was the way you left that they didn't like because i remember the first time saying there's like no he left us he left us and i was like yeah but he changed his mind and there's that's what it was. It wasn't bad blood. Oh, I, I, I never heard that story until now. Oh, so that's what was, what was shocking to me. I'm not going to say any any stories anymore. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that the boss had an issue. I didn't know like Tom. Tom was our general manager. I Tom, I thought uh, Tom and I had a great relationship. I didn't know that he... I think that... you guys did have a great relationship. I think it was the way you left. That's what he said. It was the way you left. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I there was He never said he didn't like you and he didn't say that he didn't <laughs> want you back. He wasn't that. It took some convincing. Uh, no. right? uh, never mind. Um, getting some texts here. It says, I left and came back three different times, so I feel stuck, unfortunately. Uh, this one says, I came to Vegas the first time, w- stayed for two years, and left to get married. I returned about 14 years later as a single parent because the job market here was definitely better than where I was at the time, and I knew that I had been perfectly happy in Las Vegas. And then this one says, it's true. I'm a native. I moved away for four years and came back. I thought it was ready for a slow-paced lifestyle, and I wasn't. Yeah, the slow pace, too. 
That when I go back to visit, I'm like, oh gosh, this place is so boring. <laughs> There's nothing to do here. You mentioned too. I, I see that with with natives about wanting to like get out of town. Like, ah, oh, as soon as I can get out of here, I want to get out of town. Other natives love it here in Las Vegas. Your two daughters, Las Vegas natives. Where's their mindset about? Do they love the city, or, or in the back of their mind, like you know what? We want to explore. We want to get out more and experience the country. I think they do want to get out and explore. I think that they, you know they both want to maybe go out of state for for college one day and. and and all that, but I know they do love it here. They do say like there's certain things about it that they love, and certain parts about it that they do not love. <laughs> but I, I think the goal is to get out of state. I think they'll be back at some point. Maybe, maybe not. You would hope so. Yeah, would hope so. All right, coming up next is the hot three. What do you got for us? Okay, have you become a germaphobe since this whole pandemic began? A lot of people have. We're going to talk about that. Also, what? Uh, some stereotypes, they become stereotypes because they're true. And when it comes to apologies, who apologizes less, men or women? And Big Game is happening this Sunday. And we've got some of the funny prop bets on all the nonsense that surrounds the game. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. There's a way you can kind of see Adele in Las Vegas. I'll explain coming up next hour in the dirt right around 7.15. <laughs> It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Two-thirds of Americans say they've turned into germaphobes since the pandemic began, and they're more aware of their hygiene than ever before. That's according to a new survey. Since March of 2020, when lockdowns for COVID began, 69% of people say they've adopted new hygiene practices into their daily routines to prevent themselves from getting sick, and 50% are wearing a mask when they feel ill. 49% are washing their hands more often and 41% say they wear gloves. 68% of the respondents who now identify as germaphobes say they have prioritized their hygiene. Yeah, there's certain things that I started during the uh, the pandemic that I still do to this day. It's one thing is when I, when I go and work out is uh, I wear full fingered gloves now. So all my hands are completely covered and I still wash them. But because before I would not wear gloves and I would be on my phone all the time at the gym, sending text messages, social media, whatever. And then I would get home, sit there, start eating dinner like a wrap or something, still have my phone, be touching that phone, then touching my wrap and thinking like, ooh, all those gym germs are on that phone. So now full length gloves. And then as soon as I get in my car after working out, I have Clorox wipes and I just clean my phone top to bottom. Very smart. Just Very don't want smart. those germs out there. What about you? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely am uh, washing my hands a little more than I did before. Uh, definitely more diligent about that, for sure. Lots of hand sanitizer, mm -hmm. stuff like that. What about touching face? Do you still get alarmed? When the, when COVID first came about and I touched my face, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get it. I'm not a big face toucher, uh, honestly. That was never an issue for me. It was more like, you know, at home, not washing my hands as often as mm. I should and stuff like that. But yeah, I definitely got better on that. Also this morning, some stereotypes are true. Men apologize less often than women do but it isn't because of ego or anything like that it's men that usually say they don't know that they screwed up researchers say men perceive offensive uh, offenses as less severe and less deserving of an apology than women do so ladies if you want a man's apology you better tell him what he did to upset you. Just point it out to him. And the, and the guy, then, if you're upset to the woman in your life or some other woman, apologize for it. Just man up and say, hey, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to do it. Let's move uh, on. Absolutely. Finally, this morning, online sportsbooks are always offering random Super Bowl prop bets on all the craziness that surrounds the game. So a lot of sites already have their lines up. And here 
are some of the highlights. So there's always the Gatorade one. What color will the liquid be that is poured on the game winning coach? Well, red is the odds on favorite at one and a half to one, putting the chances at roughly 40%. Yellow and clear are tied for second, both at 25%, followed by orange at 20, blue at 12, and purple at 5%. What do you like? Um, I go with yellow or clear on that one. I typically I've just, it's been like the water that they poured on them. That's, so that's what I go with. How oh, that's you? good. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say blue, but I like your thought process too cuz who wants Gatorade? As you do all the post-game press conferences, you hold up the trophy, you don't be all sticky with Gatorade on you. Exactly. Uh, will a kicker hit the upright or crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point? Well, naturally, no is more likely at 83%. That said, it seems like more balls do hit the uprights this year than in any other previous season. (laughs) So we'll see. How many times will the chains be brought out for measurement is another one. The over-under is one and a half. Um, uh, I like that one, though. Yeah. Take the over on that one. This one's kind of dark, but it is the NFL. This one says, will a player leave the game and not return due to concussion symptoms? Now, the good news is Noah's more likely at 60%. Let's all agree not to root for someone getting a concussion on that one. If you're taking the yes on that one, you're a dark person. My gosh, where's your mind going? Hoping someone gets injured out there? Yeah, I don't don't want that. Um, This is a fun twist on the classic national anthem time bet. Will any scoring drive take less time than it takes to sing the national anthem. The over-under for Mickey Guyton to sing the anthem is 1 minute and 38 seconds. So it's definitely possible. There have been some quick drives in the playoffs. Two weeks ago, the Rams scored a touchdown against the Bucks during a drive that took 1 minute and 15 seconds. So maybe it's not surprising that yes is the odds-on favorite at 71%. But it does say scoring drive, so it sounds like that might not include a pick six by the defense. I'm not sure. Got to read into that one. The thing that jumps out to me is the fact that they're saying she's 138 on the national anthem. We had a story on this last week that the average is about two minutes and people going under are are more like 150. I think Billy Joel was one of the fastest and he was like one. 40-something, I think. That's a fast national anthem. may want to take the over yeah. on that one. Uh, let's talk about the halftime show. Will Snoop Dogg smoke on stage during the halftime show? That's one of the bets. This seems like such a no-brainer. <laughs> um, but actually, the odds are actually in, in favor of him not smoking. No is at 59%. And will Eminem be censored at any point during the halftime show? Also seems like a no-brainer. Odds are, yes, he will at 64%. It's going to be a good game regardless and a great halftime show on Sunday. You watch it at the house. You guys go somewhere. We're going to do the house. We're going to have some food. We might have some friends over on that. But, yeah, we're I I like watching it at home personally. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up here in the dirt, 715, Billie Eilish's concert over the weekend goes viral for all the right reasons. Details on the way. Bring it right back. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. It is 7.01. Thank you guys for joining us. Hopefully you had a great weekend. It's it's hard to like look that far ahead, but I guess a lot of people are starting to do their, their planning for, for spring break. It's going to be, yeah, it's coming up. When Do you know when Clark County spring break is? It's in April. It's in I April? believe it's the week of April 10th, if I'm not mistaken. We were out to dinner with some friends on Saturday night, and a couple of these friends are with, we, it's been months since we've seen them, so it was a really nice dinner, and at 
one point, my wife, Laura, was showing them. She got a bunch of tattoos last year, and she's showing them tattoos. And we have a conversation at the table about who's got tattoos, and then we get into piercings. And I learned something about five of my buddies that I must have missed this when it happened during spring break. This happened in 1997. They all went down to Daytona Beach, because I remember I stayed back for that spring break to work. But they, they all went down to Daytona Beach. Five of these guys, they all got their tongue pierced. Oh, Wow. Pretty intense. That's a that's a big piercing. That's, yeah, there's a big commitment, and then they, they all got like infected. They went to some place that wasn't like the best place. It was like a nightclub, and they did piercings, and so they all got their tongues pierced. Their tongues were there's like night one of spring break, as they're telling me the story, and all five of them some kind of infection, tongues swollen Ugh. all week long, trying to talk to girls and other people like hey, we're going, and they can't talk because their tongue is swollen. And she's like, oh hey, how's it going? And like there's five guys all talking like that. They come back as soon as they got back in town. One of them got it removed immediately. Another one tried to ride it out a little bit longer. I think he lasted two weeks. Someone else went like a month because someone said, yeah, that's they swell up. It's eventually going to calm down. And he went like a month. But five guys, tongue pierced. Do you have any spring break regret looking back on it? 702-364-9400. Because two of my buddies that were dinner on Saturday night, they're like, if we did it over again, we would not get our tongues pierced during spring break. I never um, I never did like a spring break with friends. Like uh, yeah, it was something that... I had wanted to do, but I I usually worked over the summers or not summers the the spring breaks like that was a week off so I could work and you know make some money and I never really had the extra cash to go on a spring break trip. Mm. Sorry, taking a swig of water. There. Yeah, I was kind of in the same boat. I I I worked during my spring breaks. So I look forward to when, when that would happen was. I wouldn't have to go to school, so it was not as much stress and pressure of having to work at night and go to school in the morning. It was a nice break to just work and wake up, sleep in, go to the gym or do whatever, or even go out after work and not have to worry about getting up early and going to class. Yeah, that, that's why I I truly liked my spring breaks for that reason. I didn't have to juggle as much. Uh, Steph, did you ever have any uh, bad things happen on spring break? I think I mentioned that we went down to Tijuana in Mexico Uh-oh. for spring break, and we were going up for, uh, my friend was teaching a dance class down there, and we we decided to go a little bit south, just, you know, spend the day out there. It's this city called Ensenada. And Ensenada, it's right off the beach. There's like papas and beer there. We're like, oh, let's have a couple drinks. We're trying to find parking. And when we find parking, there's like park a little parking lot right on the beach. We go down. We're driving. And we're going too far deep to- towards the ocean. And he gets his car stuck in the sand. Oh, Some man. locals had to help us out. But, oh, boy, did we not go to Papa's and Beers after? We just yeah. went straight after. Like, let's go home. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's frustrating. It's, and it sucks if you're in another country and you have something go wrong. It's like you just feel like you're a little further away, even if you're as close as Mexico. It's like, oh, man, why do I have to be in another country and this happens? Was that the go-to for, for your college, for San Diego State? For, was was Tijuana for everyone? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, all of San Diego was the go-to. It's like 20 minutes south from us. Easy to get in and out. Yeah. Have you been to TJ before? Oh, yeah, several times. Yeah. Our parents used to take us down there. Oh, were they really? Yeah. <laughs> when I was little. Well, spring break is coming up. And, uh, yes, uh, advice to my buddies. If you're going to get your tongue pierced, do it at a reputable place. Yeah, just or just don't do it. <laughs> you, you'll just regret it. Five guys. Hey, what's wrong with your tongue? <laughs> coming up here in the dirt, Billie Eilish. She had a concert over the weekend, and it's going viral for all the right reasons. Details in just about 10 minutes. Elton John and Dua Lipa, cold hard on Mix 94.1. We never gossip. Or would we? 
Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Billie Eilish brought her concert to a full stop when one fan who appeared to be in distress, if you're thinking about Astro World Fest, well, so was she. So Billie was performing in Atlanta Saturday. The place was packed with fans, especially down below near where she was performing. And one girl apparently started getting crushed in the pit. Billy paused everything once she became aware of what was going on. It seems the lady in question was having trouble breathing and needed an inhaler. So luckily, Billy actually had one on hand and instructed the stage crew to get it to her ASAP. While the fan was being attended to, Billy settled down the crowd, told them to take a deep breath and step back. At the same time, noting she wants to take care of her own fans. Here's some of the audio of Billy stopping her show and, and helping out this fan on Saturday. It's cool to see her like, oh, just aware of the situation. Yeah, I think more artists are going to be more aware of what's going on in the crowd uh, after Astroworld. <sighs> so with Adele's residency on ice, this is awesome. Legends in Concert, one of the longest running and most awarded shows here in Las Vegas, has come up with, with it's a brilliant idea. Come see Art Impersonator instead. Legends is rolling out a spinoff production called Legendary Divas, and it's offering free tickets to Adele fans who purchase tickets to the singer's Weekends with Adele residency. So Divas is performed nightly over the trap with lookalike Janae Longo. She's the one that's doing the performing as Adele. Not only does she have the look down, she sounds great too. The show also includes tributes to Celine Dion. If you have a, a ticket to Celine Dion's residency that was put on ice as well, you can use that to go see the Legends show. They got Lady Gaga, Cher, so it's a lot of stuff happening over there. Oh, man, that's uh, that's very timely. It's very smart too, I think, of like, hey, okay, you want your Adele fix? Come on over to Legends. You'll get a little taste of Adele. Yeah. So according to a new survey by YouTube TV, two out of three people think their own life could be a sitcom. Do you think your life could be a sitcom? At times, I think it could be entertaining. How about you? Ah, I think Laura's Horse World could be um, a great reality show. Our life a sitcom? No, I'm going to say no. So could you and James, could you guys be a sitcom? Absolutely. Even this past weekend, I just look at side of ourselves as a just, if I were you know, watching over us as an angel, and I look at him and I, and I'm like, wow, we are ridiculous. We really, we make each other laugh all the time. And sometimes we don't even act like a couple. We just act like best friends. Okay, so based on what happened this past weekend, what will be a teaser for next week's episode on the, the life of Steph and James? Him making fun of me while I do chores. Just like, this is you and you like your sweet penny walks around. He looks at me and he goes, Mama, you're such a good boy. You're such a good boy. And he always imitates me. It's that. It's mostly that. Mercedes, would you watch this sitcom? I would check it out for sure. I think Steph is entertaining. I love James. So, yeah, I would definitely check it out. What would be on your first episode in your sitcom? Oh, geez. Uh, mm, that is really tough. I have to think about that. I don't know. How about you? Uh, we want to make a good sitcom. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Lois so, rated on Netflix. So the, you know what I did do over the weekend? It was comical. We were at a restaurant on Saturday night, and it was his and hers bathrooms. And there was there was only two of them. And one was someone was in there, and Laura and I were both going to the bathroom. She's like, just come to the one with mine. So I did go into the bathroom with her and watch her use a public restroom for the first time ever. And that was highly entertaining. Oh, that was mm. first for everything. Yes. She does a hover style, which is very interesting. Uh, also, too, oh, this survey, too. I'm going to ask you the same question here. The same survey asked people to name their favorite shows of all time friends was number one for the survey but what was your favorite show of all time does it have to be a sitcom you know, any, it could be anything 
Um, it, it's got to be Outlander. I love Outlander. It's my favorite show ever. And I'm so excited. It's coming back next month, new season. Outlander is not in the top 10. I would say Breaking Bad for me. And that's not in the top 10 either. Steph, what's your favorite show of all time? Mm, probably Game of Thrones. That's number three. So it goes Game of Thrones, Seinfeld, and then Friends based on this YouTube TV survey of the greatest shows of all time. Coming up next hour, one hour from right now, right around 825, we're doing Heads Up. And when you win it, you'll get tickets to John Legend and his brand new residency over at Zappos Theater. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. It is 729 Monday, and the countdown is on. The big game is on Sunday. I know a lot of people are excited. Pro Bowl was just here yesterday, and it's just get, getting everybody hyped up. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good game. I think just the fact that you've got a team so close, a team that is literally playing in their home stadium, and then the other team who are like the underdog darlings of the league going head to head. I predict that this is going to be a, a, a very heavily watched big game. And if you're going off the two, the way the, the playoffs were leading up to this, every single playoff game was just fantastic. Overtime left and right. I, I'm right there with you. I think it's going to be a, a great game with the commercials, the game itself, and then of course the halftime show is going to be insane. Yeah, LA and Cincinnati head, head to head and yeah, that halftime show is going to be so good. Especially if you are a fan of 90s and 2000s hip hop. I mean, you have Dr. Dre performing. You have Eminem. You've got Snoop Dogg. Mary J. Blige and Kendrick Lamar. Well, I guess Kendrick Lamar is not 90s and 2000s, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like this just together, if you are a fan of hip hop music, is going to be fantastic. So off the air, we're having a little debate. And we're like, we're we're kind of nitpicking each artist, like which, you know, what's the best song from each artist? And we thought this could be a fun thing leading up into the big game every day where we take one of those artists performing and try and figure out what their best song is and we can do this via vote from you guys we can come up with our choices and then you guys vote amongst the three so today let's just kick things off with Kendrick Lamar the most the most recent artist I would say Kendrick Lamar has a lot of hits uh we could we can even go over some of the hits uh songs like loyalty a lot of people may know that song loyalty a song that we played on this station for a little while. All the stars. That was a big song. Where's that one? We had that one. Oh yeah, here we go. Got it. So many hits, and he actually had performed here in Day of Vegas after not performing for a long time. He was fantastic. So let's all have a mini debate. And if you want to, if you want to give your opinion on this, maybe sway someone with their pick. 702-364-9400. Best Kendrick Lamar song. Um, let's go random. Steph, Steph, you go first. Best Kendrick Lamar song. Hey, okay, so. Kendrick Lamar, gosh, so many great hits. I think I'm going to go with one that he did with Drake, and it's this song, Poetic Justice. 
You can get it. You can get it. You can get it. It's a remake. I think that song charted too. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Janet Jackson's "Anytime, Any Place." You could hear the sample of it. Yeah, love, love, love this song. So "Poetic Justice" will be my favorite song of all time by Kendrick Lamar. I, I'm just sitting here so I can listen to it some more. <laughs> some of the first ones you're playing too. I'm like, oh, I, I see where we're going. This is good. All right, JC, you're up next. Well, Best Kendrick Lamar song. There's one that I had in mind. Now, am I the biggest Kendrick Lamar fan out there? No, but there's one that I had in mind. But then I started I was thinking and doing some reading and looking online of other stuff. Can we do features, like a song featuring Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, absolutely. As okay. long as he's on the song, 100%. Okay. Then, then maybe this girl will show up with him. I'm going to go with Taylor Swift, Kendrick Lamar on Bad Blood. Hey, remember when you tried to write me off? Uh-huh. Remember when you thought I'd take Ooh. a loss? Don't you remember you thought that I Solid. would you? procedure. Remember, oh wait, you got amnesia. It was my season for battle wounds, battle scars, body bump. He has a lot of songs that he's featured on, too. Yeah. The Room 5 one is out there. See ya. That was a number one song, number one, five one. Okay. Um, okay. Best Kendrick Lamar song, 702-364-9400. I feel like this one's the no-brainer. I would pretty much guarantee uh, uh, money that he will perform this on Sunday. But, of course, it's got to, I, I would say humble, for sure. Tell him be humble. Hold up. Sit Hold up. down. Hold up. Hold up. Sit down. And you know, at some point, when he's singing it, there's going to be silence. My left stroke just went viral. <laughs> Everyone's going to scream that. I This is one of my favorite songs to, to do indoor cycling to. So, okay, those are your three choices on that one. You've got you've got poetic justice. You've got you've got uh, bad blood. Or you've got Humble, 702-364-9400. We could do a write-in vote here, too. But every day, we should go through all through that artist. We each pick the favorite song and see which one wins. And maybe the next day, we could actually play it. Oh, yeah, I like this. The, the vote. Just, I was looking at Rolling Stone has, they ranked um, Kendrick Lamar's top 50 songs. Humble was number eight. Wasn't the number one song? Do you know the number one song, according to Rolling Stone, when it comes to Kendrick Lamar is... Scrolling down through all 50 songs. Number two is All Right from 2015. And number one is Money Trees from 2012 featuring J-Rock. That's according to Rolling Stone. Interesting. Okay, what do you guys think? 702-364-9400. We're just doing Kendrick Lamar's song right now. Um, Amelia just texted us. I don't know if we have this one, but it is a good one. It was my second choice, Love. Do we, I, I don't think we have Love in there. Do we have Love? I don't see it in there, Steph. No, I don't think we have it. That is a good one. Um, we'll get that one in so we could play that one. Um, let's talk to Allie, Allie, good morning. Good morning. What do you think? Best Kendrick Lamar song? My favorite is Loyalty, but out of the three that you guys have mentioned, I prefer Poetic Justice out of all of them. Okay, we're going to put your vote down, but I also feel like... I feel like we kind of have to put Loyalty 2 on there, but it's only us three, right? I mean, Loyalty is such a big song for you. Oh, it's a good song, yeah. But if we, is that what we're doing? Just the, yeah, yeah, the, the three we pick or the three get to vote yeah. on. Because then it'll be all over the place. We do have to narrow it down. That's Although, true. I like this. This is going to be good. Okay. We're, we'll put your vote down for uh, Steph's song, Poetic Justice. We're getting some text here. Uh, Pray For Me featuring The weekend. Yes, that's another good one. Bad Blood. We've got put a vote down for Bad Blood. DNA got a humble vote. A humble. It says everyone knows it and everyone knows it and everyone will will know it for sure. Um, oh, this That's a tough one. We'll have 
have the results on this one tomorrow. Steph, what are we doing poll-wise uh, for, for the voting, too? We'll get it on our website by today, but we'll make sure we branch out to all our social media posts so that you can vote on our website and you'll see it on our social platforms. Cool. Okay, so yeah, go to the website, Mix941.fm, or go to one of our social, Mercedes in the AM, and vote. And then we'll get the, the winner tomorrow. And then tomorrow, we will debate... Mary J. Blige. Ooh, this is be good. Okay. All week at 7.30. Lock this in at 7.30. Yes, this, is th- good. this will be fun. And coming up next, we got the hot three. What do you got for us? Okay, we're going to talk about what drives people to drink. It's not what you think it may be. We'll talk about that also. Who says I love you first on average? Men or women? And what are the grossest words in the English language? We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. That's Post Malone in the weekend on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. We are more likely to be happy when we raise a glass. A team that carried out a global study set out with the assumption that people are motivated to drink to relieve their negative emotions or to enhance positive emotions. And they discovered the opposite to be true. And that periods of sadness and anxiety, which psychologists refer to as a negative affect, did not lead to bouts of boozing that they expected. The study found that the daily association between alcohol and negative emotions was actually trivially small for more than 99% of people. The study found that people were up to 10% less likely to have an alcoholic drink if they experience negative emotions, um, even if they assume that they would consume less. Most people, they say, have a drink in the evening to mark the end of the working day, and it's seen as a reward. And most people associate that with happiness. There also seems to be alcohol attached to every positive occasion in this country. So it's happiness rather than sadness that drives people to have a drink. That's how I stand with with uh, with my drinking habits. It's, it's the end of the week thing for me. It's a Friday. Laura and I go to the same restaurant every Friday night, and I look forward to sitting down at that bar, and whether it be the first glass of wine or first vodka tonic, just kind of sitting down, cheers, and, and toasting to the past week. When you went to dinner this past Friday night, did you have any cocktails or wine on Friday night? Yeah, we we definitely we brought a bottle of wine oh, actually just... with us to the restaurant, and then we drank that, and then we had a, another glass after we ordered a glass <laughs> after. We're like, we need one more to celebrate. But yeah, it was. I mean, it was a sad. It was sad because there are friends that are moving, but we were like having fun and celebrating. You know? Do you ever do uh, dessert drinks? We went to a restaurant on Saturday night, and they sent over some dessert drinks. I had a uh, espresso martini after dinner on Saturday night. It was delicious. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. But that little caffeine kick, but it was a late dinner for us, but, but 8 o'clock or so when I had it, I, I was up for a while because of that. That caffeine kicks in. I always, I, I don't have like an alcoholic dessert drink. I always drink coffee, though, after my meal, especially if we have a big meal. It helps me digest it. Does better. it really? So I always drink a cup of coffee. Actually, I'll drink like two cups of coffee after dinner. You've never revealed that before because you've always talked about your coffee intake. So you, go, this is interesting to me. So you got to dinner on Friday night. Did you have two cups after dinner on Friday yeah, night? Yeah. And you fall right to sleep when you get home? Oh, yeah. Wow. No problem. No problem. Yeah.
We should go out to dinner sometime. We, we should. should <laughs> we should. But this is, you're holding back on your caffeine intake. You, you you would talk about the one in the morning after the show, maybe one in the afternoon. I've never heard about the two cups after dinner. No, 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 no. Not every night. Only if we go oh, out to dinner. I no, like every night. I'm no. Like, oh, my goodness. That's no. your boost. That's I, I would never be able to sleep. Like on the weekend. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. If we go out to dinner on the weekend. But if we have dinner at my house on a weekend or whatever, no, I don't drink coffee. It's only if we're at a restaurant. Okay. I yeah, thought yeah, it was like yeah. every night. The Mercedes, that's no, why you're up till 10, 30, 11. That's okay. a lot. Okay. <laughs> Also this morning, men say I love you first. A new study into those three little words found that men confess their love after an average of 108 days compared to 123 for women. Uh, They also found that men made the first move in six out of seven of the countries that they analyzed in this study. The only exception was in France, where both men and women equally were likely to be the first to proclaim their passion. Um, They said that in places that there are more men than women, those men lucky enough to be in a relationship were likely to say, I love you to stop a competing male from moving in. However, if the area had more women than men, a declaration of love was likely to be made to speed up to the intimacy part of the relationship. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Let's do it. Go around the room. Who, who, said, it for, who said it first in your relationship, Mercedes? Uh, Matt said it first in my relationship. Matt, yes. my relationship, Laura said it first. Steph? In uh, my relationship, it was me first. Interesting. Mm. The Two ladies and one guy. That is very interesting. very interesting. I would always use words like, I adore you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so stupid. Harry Styles, you. I love oh my you. Gosh, dummy. <laughs> I just go, same. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Finally, this morning, what is one word I could say right now that would turn your stomach, even without any context around it? Someone looked at different polls on gross sounding words and came up with a master list of the grossest words in the English language. Okay, so I'm going to go over some of these. Um, I can't say all of them because one of them on the list, I think it it falls into that inappropriate category. Oh, is it really? Yeah. So I'm just going to I'm just going to I'll tell you what number one is. I won't say that right away, but I'll just say some of these words and vocally give me your disgust. If it's not too bad, just remain silent. If it's bad, just let me know audibly. It's bad. Okay. Putrid. Hmm, Okay. Ooze. Mucus. (laughs) Mucus. <laughs> Fester. Ugh. Phlegm. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Moist. <laughs> Here's number one. Are you ready? We're down to number one already? Yeah. Pus. <laughs> <laughs> Pus didn't get a pop out of me. Really? No. no, no the one you, I wonder what the one you skipped is, though. I'll put it on the screen. Okay. Uh, I don't think I, I... I don't really know what it is, but it just sounds bad. Let's see if any of us know it. And how are you guys react to that? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I think it's what you think it is. I think it is. I'm not sure. Who wants to Google it? I'll Google it. It I'll sounds look. like a verb. There's also another one that I didn't say because I don't know what it means. But it was voted the grossest word for guys. Do you know what that word is? Yes. What is that? Uh, I think is that a bad thing? I don't think so. I feel like it's uh, describing something coming out of something. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, 
Oh, 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 I was putting the emphasis on the last syllable, so I or the first syllable, so I was like, what does that mean? Okay, no, it it's fine. Seepage. Yes. Okay. Seepage. I was thinking seepage. I'm like, what does seepage that's mean? That's the <laughs> seepage. seepage. That's the definition of seepage. But okay. the one the one you can't say though, do you guys look it up? I'm afraid to. Uh, yeah, I looked at do you, you'd be offended if I type what it is? Go ahead. One second, I gotta look up the spelling. If if he's he's asking if we'd be offended that it, oh yeah oh. yeah that's what I figured it yeah. meant yeah so that's why I didn't say it <laughs> I had no idea what that was thanks for letting me know <laughs> quickly clean the clear the screen yes I'll but, clear it right is now. there a word that makes you just like like that I didn't say was snot on the list no uh, snot the, was yeah, not on snot there. is one snot oh I got snot what about uh, puke puke the word doesn't but as soon as you say it I'm thinking of it and that gives me the willies. Mm. Mm. The uh, I don't know why it's not even a gross word, but it just makes me laugh when men say it. It kind of grosses me out when men say it. Is panties? It depends <laughs> how they say it. Panties, like, creepy. Like you just say it. Panties. Yeah. That I see. It's all the same for me. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the last one? Then? Yeah, that's it. John Legend is bringing his brand new residency, Love in Las Vegas, to Zappos Theater. And guess what? We got your tickets. Eight twenty-five. When he went heads up. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. I think that so many people have just like this affinity for for animals, especially animals that need you. Have you ever have you ever found an animal and decided, you know what, I'm just gonna keep this animal for a pet? You found them out in the open. Maybe it was maybe it was destiny that you find them and you decide to keep them as your pet. 702-364-9400. I have a beautiful story of a man in Australia who did this very thing. He got in his car and he found an animal in his car just sitting in there. And he he could have just let it go, got rid of it, but he decided to keep it. And that animal has been with him for an entire year. Just enjoying their time together as pet and owner. And that animal is a huge, hairy, six-inch spider that he found. This thing is disgusting. So he gets in his car one day, and he just finds this six-inch spider on his dashboard. And... Like, I think most of us, our instinct would be to, like, flick it out of there and then burn your car. But no, 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 no. He decided to let that spider live freely in his car for a full year. And in that time, the, the spider has doubled in size. So a lot of people were like, this thing is getting too big. Are you going to get rid of it? And he's like, nah, no plans. No plans to get get rid of it he said that he's not spooked by her he he doesn't like when she falls into his lap but he's okay with her being in the car okay so what's the oddest thing that you had as a pet or something you found when you were a child did you ever find something and keep it as a pet can you top this a spider 702-364-9400 looking back on my childhood there are things like we called them lightning bugs. Some people call them fireflies. That was a, like a summertime tradition to go outside and you try to catch them and you get three or four of them and you put them in a little container, have them inside your room at night. They light up and the next morning, either they're dead or they're gone. I don't know if they escaped or got out. That was a very common thing. We did once 
catch a catch a rabbit in our neighborhood, which was like a week long event trying to catch this thing. Someone in the neighborhood had this rabbit as a pet, and either they released the rabbit or the rabbit got out because it was very tame. It was very domesticated. Domesticated. You get real close to it, but then boom, the thing would take off. And it took us about a week to catch him. I'll never forget. It. I was distracting him, and my buddy Gordon Grower had a blanket, threw the blanket on top top of the rabbit, caught it, and kept the rabbit as a pet. That's, uh, I mean, that's one way to, to make yourself have a new house pet. I mean, it, it sounds like it was already just prepared to stay in a cage anyway. Yeah, it was very know? domesticated. Yeah. It was just about to tell you, you can get really, really close to it. Then it would, it would freak out and run away. And rabbits are very fast. It just took us a week to get them once we got, and he, and he had it for about a year until they passed away. What animal did you find that became your pet? It could be a weird one. It could be a not so weird one. Like, how did you find it? 702-364-9400. We have a junior listener on the phone. Her name is Lilia. Good morning, Lilia. Hi, good morning. What happened for you? So we moved into a house and this stray cat started coming and we started giving it food and water and at first we were scared of her but then now we like her and she stays at our house. Does she go inside your house or does she just stay in your yard? She just stays in our yard. Did you name her? But we have a little uh, bed for her. Yeah, her name is Tigger. Tigger. Oh, Tigger the cats. And now Tigger's going to protect your home all the time because you feed her, you give her some water. Do you ever pet her? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So she's not like one of those mean cats. I'm like, get away from me. That's really cool, though, to have that protection, too. That was super sweet. That's awesome. Thanks for calling, Lilia. Let's talk to Billy. Billy, what happened to you? So we found a dog in our neighborhood about seven years ago. It was a pit bull, and we brought him in, and he was like the best dog we ever had. Oh, that you say? Did you say that you ever had? Is he still around? He actually just passed away last week, so we had him up until he turned about fourteen. Oh, Billy, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. It's the worst oh, pain. it is. It's okay. We we got we got a new puppy, but he was like our best dog, and he was a pit bull, and we just absolutely loved him. What what was his name? His name was Cal, like Cal? California Cal. Oh, I like oh, that. Cal oh, rest in peace, Cal. We love that. Thank you so much, Billy, and and giving giving him a home when he was just out and about. Yeah. That's so mm-hmm. sweet. Let's talk to Greg. This is an interesting one, Greg. What did you find and keep as a pet? Well, yeah, I grew up here in Las Vegas, and we had an undeveloped parcel behind our grade school. Ron K. Gregson on the east side. And we would, as kids, go back and overturn boards, rocks, trying to find lizards and whatever. And one day we found a scorpion. And instead of running, we had someone actually took a cup and got it. We brought it home and put it in a cage. And we told our mom, and she just lost it. We have what? Why do we have an house? uh, So we didn't have it that long. But... uh, I thought it was like, oh, and he's been with us for seven years, the scorpion. <laughs> oh, no. Mom's like, absolutely not. You're not keeping this. Heck no. Especially you wake up the next morning like, ah, uh, the soul of the scorpion out because he's not in his cage. Oh, that's no. so, oh, yeah. I, I, that would give me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Uh, this one says we had a skunk. It lived in our backyard. We fed it crackers and cat food, and it would hang out with us and even sit in our laps. Oh, if you have pictures, you have to share them with us. If I mean, I guess if you're you're not threatening it in any way, it could be a very sweet little pet. Don't I th- could see that. But what if you did threaten it? Next thing you know, you got that skunk, that skunk spray, which I oddly kind of like if I, if I smell it for just a couple of seconds. But next thing you know, the thing is spraying you. 
You'll be doomed after that. I, 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 as long as there's no sudden movement, just chill, <laughs> pet it. He's going to love you like anyone else. We've got a lot coming up here this 8 o'clock hour. John Legend, he's got his brand new residency coming to Zappos Theater. We've got your tickets right around 825. And here are more details on his brand new show. The Kit Leroy and Justin Bieber, that's Stay, and that just kicked off 60-plus minutes commercial-free right here on Mix 94.1. Tickets for you to go see John Legend in just about five minutes. We are talking about what we did over the weekend, and you went to dinner with your friends on Friday night, and you had those two cups of coffee. You got home. Did you, you fall asleep right away after that? Coffee does not affect me at all at night. Not in the least. Like, I can literally drink two cups and fall asleep five minutes later. It just it, it just does <laughs> not affect me at all. Do you have a trick to help you or help yourself fall asleep? If you can't sleep, you're up there lying in bed. How, how long do you wait till you start doing something? And, and what is your trick to, to help you fall asleep? 702-364-9400. Because I had an issue... On Saturday night, I mentioned after we finished our dinner, we had an, I had an espresso martini. It was delicious. I got home. It, it took a, 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 extra, a few extra minutes to fall asleep, but I, I, I did fall asleep, and I slept hard till about 2.30. And that's when I woke up, and I, I think the effects of the alcohol in general and that espresso martini kicked in. And I was up for about 45 minutes. I could not fall back asleep. I tried reading, which is normally, normally like my go-to trick. Didn't work. I'm like, I right, just, uh, you know, switching sides, like rolling around, like nothing was working. And what I used to do was, it, it, someone told me it was a trick to get up, leave the room, turn all the lights on, reset your whole body, and then go back to bed. So I did that. I got up, went downstairs, turned on all the kitchen lights, everything's all bright downstairs, stood down there for a couple minutes, all bug-eyed, turned the lights off, went back up to bed. I probably fell asleep about 10 minutes after that, so maybe that was the trick that worked for me. Kind of the equivalent of the hard reset on your phone. You just you, you hit that button, you keep it pressed down, and then it it just completely resets, and then you're back back to normal. Yeah, reset your eyes and maybe your eyes and your body. It's just so used to lying in, so used to the darkness that you're in. Open up the, the the lights, get everything going, and then go back in for that reset. Because it kind of worked. About ten minutes afterwards, I fell back asleep. Someone just texted said the trick to fall asleep is to read some articles on my phone and finally get sleepy. Yeah, just reading anything, especially if it's boring. I, if I read something too interesting, then I'll stay up and then I'll start doing more research on it. So yeah. <laughs> it's got to be something that I'm not that interested in, but at least it keeps me going. Um, it, it, you know, as far as information not not too interesting uh let's talk to amy amy good morning what do you do to uh help yourself fall asleep listen to an audiobook or a podcast um is there like do you have a certain category or is it like a motivational one a meditation one anything like that true crime podcast or any audiobook knocks me out I love the the cadence of where the people in true some of the true crime uh, podcasts, yeah, where they, where they speak. It's 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 soothing. They're, at the same time, they're telling you some horrific thing that took place, but it's also like a soothing voice as they're telling you about this awful crime that went down. Uh, Steph, I know you. Don't you still take melatonin every night to help mm. you fall asleep? I do, um, but I messed up last night. I think this whole weekend my turnaround schedule was just backwards because I could not sleep last night. I think I got about like an hour and a half of sleep, but it, I think it's because my body's so used to melatonin and I didn't take it last night. So I'm getting nervous that my body's relying on it. So I, I think I'm going to figure out how to cut back on the melatonin. No more Mellies. How me. much? We used to call it tonin. How much tonin? You, yeah. How much tonin do you take? Uh, like two and a half milligrams. Not much. It's because I don't like feeling groggy in the morning, so yeah. you don't want to take yeah. too much. And um, I planned it to where I 
take it a few bites of my dinner so I don't hit it. It doesn't hit me on an empty stomach where I'm just like doing my work and I'm knocked out. So I eat a few bites of dinner and then I take a two and a half milligrams of melatonin. And within an hour or so, I'm knocked out. But no alcohol for me. The alcohol will keep me up after when I wake up. I'm like still half asleep and still like trying to figure out how to sleep. So it's the alcohol, JC. And that's the thing, too, with alcohol. So Thursday night, I went to bed. I, just, I mean, lights out, passed out, exhausted, tired. Friday night, you know, a couple glasses of wine. I just don't get that solid sleep. And I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the, the, the company and the, and the alcohol. I had a nice time. But I don't get that solid of a sleep that I did on Thursday night. I'm just as tired, if not more tired. But that alcohol affects the sleep. Yeah, it, it totally throws off your, your clock. And it just, I mean, uh, I think the big misconception is if you drink a bunch, you're just going to pass out and sleep soundly. But that that's not true. Once it wears off and you, you're you dehydrated Ugh. and it's, yeah, just a mess. It's also... Uh, Almost makes it not worth it. <laughs> I know. Sunday, or Saturday is all groggy. Same thing Sunday, a little groggy in the morning. Like, ah, is it worth it? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out next week and we'll have a couple glasses of wine at dinner. <laughs> Time to win right now. We want caller 20, 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up for a really, really cool prize. We have a pair of tickets for you to see John Legend as he opens his brand new residency, Love, here in Las Vegas. Uh, in April, it's going through October over at the Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. Plus, you'll also be qualified, or will you be qualified, or you win this? All uh, winners get, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, everyone gets it, yeah. All winners get a, uh, a red ruby ring for your Valentine from Aaron Layla Jewelers. So Aaron is taking care of you guys this Valentine's Day. So all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Mm-hmm. Caller 20 plus. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, our contestant is Lori. Lori, ready to play Heads Up? Yes, I am. I'm so excited. Oh, we want to make you a winner. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Open Wide, Bath Bomb, Downpour, Making the band or ready, set, action. Oh, my gosh. Let's go with um, open wide. Open wide. National Toothache Day is coming up on (laughs) Wednesday. So these are all things you would find in your mouth. Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Um... Both of you guys are so good, but I'll, I'll pick Mercedes. Okay. All right, Lori, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. We've got tickets to go see John Legend, and you'll get that red ruby ring from Aaron Layla Jewelers, and you start now. If you haven't been brushing your teeth, you might get one of these. Cavity. Yes. Um, if you're trying to straighten them, you go to the orthodontist to get these. Braces. Yes. Um, some people have these removed because they push their other... Um, the, Molars. Um, they're, they're like embedded deep down, and they they indicate you're smart. Root canal. No. Um. Pass. Um. What did you just say? What 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 phrase did you just Root say? Root canal. Yes. Okay. Um. This is what I would stick my tongue out. Oh shoot! I just said it. Uh, um. After you take your braces off, you get one of these to make sure they stay straight. Uh. A retainer. Yes. The, you use this piece of a string to get things out from between your teeth. Lock. Yes. Lock. Sometimes when you're sick, you might get a sore one of these. Uh. Ten seconds. Cold sore. I'm gonna I'm gonna swallow and it goes into my what? 
was wisdom tooth. Oh, darn. But that's okay. It didn't matter. You won. Nice job. Thank you so much. Dramatic finish with four seconds left on the clock. And Lori, tickets to John Legend as you open his brand new residency, Love in Las Vegas, Zappos Theater, Planet Hollywood. It starts April 22nd. You got your tickets. And you also get a red ruby ring for your Valentine from Aaron Layla Jewelers. Congratulations on all of that. And if you want in on this action, just be back here tomorrow morning at 825. Here's Moniskin. It's Mix 94.1. It's 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, Monday morning, 836. I think if I had this job, I would always tell people what I did because it's so fun to say phlebotomist, phlebotomist. I love saying that word. I don't know what it is about it. Hey, what do you do for a living? I'm a phlebotomist. phlebotomist. I have a girlfriend who's a phlebotomist, um, and she she loves her job. She says it is actually a really cool and interesting job. But there's one thing that she wishes she could tell her customers to stop doing. Do we all have that one thing? Like, what's the rude thing that your customers do? And what do you wish you could ask them to stop doing? 702-364-9400. I guess she says nine times out of ten when people come in to have their blood drawn, they are on their phones. And so she'll be like... How are you? And ignore her because they're on their call. Ugh. Could you roll up your sleeve, please? Ignore her or or roll it up, but, but like hold their phone and, and you know, just kind of half heartedly doing it. So she says she got to the point where she was so sick of it. It was happening patient after patient after patient after patient that if they're on their phone, she says to them. Let me know when you're off your call and I'll come back in and get you taken care of. And she leaves. She doesn't even try anymore. And she says that it works now. So if there's one thing she could tell her, her customers, it would be, please just get off your phone while I'm trying to draw your blood. And then you can get back on your call. That would be it for her. That's a good. Yeah. That, good for her, too. How many people are quickly to get up the call? Like, oh, wait, you're leaving. Because no, they don't want to spend all day at yeah, the uh-huh. bottom. <laughs> so they, leave, they, they take their, their call elsewhere what is it for you what do you wish your customers would stop doing 702-364-9400 or maybe it's opposite what do you wish they would start doing because it would make your life so much easier it would make your job so much more enjoyable what what is it for you? Do you have one? Well, I go back to when I worked at the rental car place, and this was in college and, and post-college, so so late 90s on this one. But there, there were a couple things there. One was, and I just think because people were, were landing and they were so rushed to get from the airport to come get their rental car, a lot of times they'd come up with the counter and they would have trash. They'd have something. And they'd say, it was the way they asked, could you throw this out for me? Like, uh or here, and sometimes they just put it on the counter. Like, you want me to take care of your trash? There's trash cans all about the, throughout the lobby. It was all in the way they presented themselves. That that would annoy me a lot. Like, what am I like? Okay, let me take your trash, and then get your rental car ready. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, like, the, no, go put in that trash can Yeah, right, yeah, the trash can over there. Right. And then just, and what would I have, would tell people back then was so many times people would walk up, and huge line to get your car. And first thing we say is driver's license and credit card. And then people just like, oh, you need my driver's license? Hold on. Oh, it's down here. Hold on. It's like, be ready. 
If the rental car place, be ready. Have your driver's license, credit card ready to go. Your driver's license is in your suitcase. What you doing down in your suitcase? Come on, speed things up. What for you in your job? I think this is a good kind of warning to people because I'm one of those people that doesn't always have their driver's license ready. I had to rent a car uh, last weekend and I'm pulling up to the little stand where they lift the gate for you to come out. And I, I thought, like, I was part of their program where your name is on a board yeah. and stuff. So I figured they had all my stuff already. So I pull up and I'm like, hi. And they're like, hi, driver's license. And I'm like, oh, ah. And then I'm like digging through everything. I was like, I thought you I thought you had my information. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. And so it took me a while. There's like two cars behind me and I'm I'm speeding. So that, that's yeah, that's a good reminder. This is educational. This is good. Yes. Yeah, 702-364-9400. Irwin says, snapping their fingers to call for attention. Don't snap at me. That, I mean, that's just common courtesy. That is so rude. Excuse me. Hey, hey, you. I can't even snap well, so you don't have to worry about me doing it. <laughs> We're not whistling. Oh, hey, my uh, God. We need some more water over here. Thanks. It's so bad. Uh, this one says, I'm a house cleaner, and I'm sick of people telling me how long it should take me. Yeah, really. If you know how long it's going to take, why don't you just do it yourself then? That's a good point. Don't hire me to do it. Like, oh, it should take me three hours? Okay, well, why don't you do it then? Maybe it's going to take a lot longer than that, especially if you want it to be a certain way. (laughs) Uh, This this is from Brianna. She says, when someone calls to make a payment, but then have to put me on hold to get their credit card. Yeah, you should probably have your your card number ready to go. Is oh, hold on, let me let me go and get it. <laughs> no, I was I was guilty of one in retail, and a buddy of mine called me out on it. It was uh, I was paying for some product, and he goes to scan it. It's a shop that he owns, and when it come up, so what do you think I said? I guess it's free. (laughs) He punched me in my face and said, you know when people say that? Don't say that. Everyone says that. That's annoying. I'm like, oh, yeah. You probably get that all the time. Something doesn't ring up. Must be free. Yeah, it is. The the one thing I would say for ours, and and this this happens, I'd say uh, 50% of the time it happens. uh, Whenever we are, like, out somewhere doing, like, a remote broadcast or a radio remote and we have a table full of prizes and... We want to give you prizes like that is why we're out there, because we just want to thank you guys for listening to the radio station. We want to give you prizes. But like, maybe you could say hi first. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll be like, hi, how are you? What are you giving away? Hi, how are you? Yeah, uh-huh. Like, can you at least acknowledge me and say hi? Like, what's free? What do you, you know got? What? It's all free. And I will give you I will give you stuff. But could you just acknowledge my existence and say hello back to me before you start cleaning the table off and taking everything? It's just so hurtful when you're just you're like, hi, how are you? What's for free? <laughs> okay. Well, have a great day. I'm like, here, have a chapstick. Goodbye. Thanks for coming by. This <laughs> is so rude. Yeah. Uh, this is an educational lesson. This was good. This is good. Very good. There's a lot of them here calling a, to place a to-go order and not having everyone's order ready. Yeah. I wish customers wouldn't blame us for how much their insurance bills for their medication or authorizing them. Yeah. It's not, it's not that person's fault. That's just what they're told. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, 
This one says, I have to be on my text when I'm getting blood drawn so I don't pass out. I have to concentrate on my phone. Okay, that's a little different. If you're going to pass out, yeah, stay on your phone. Yeah, but we, just talking and not acknowledging the person Yeah, is this different. is rude. Yeah, totally rude. Uh, hot three is up next. What do you have for All us? All right, be prepared for a Valentine's Day shortage. A shortage of what? We'll tell you coming up. Also, two in three dating app users say they're more likely to swipe right on a profile that shows this. And a woman finds something in her trunk that had been there for three days. And it is completely frightening. We'll tell you what it was coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Grabbing a last-minute Valentine's Day gift may not work out this year. Valentine's Day is coming up a week away, and experts warn supply chain issues could put a damper on the holiday. A perfect storm of bad weather and a global glass vase and flower shortage is hitting florists at just excuse me the wrong time. And if you do get those flowers, expect to pay more. Not only that, but there is now a candy shortage. That's why Hershey has stepped up production to try and fill up store shelves. Rising inflation means the price of a dozen roses is up about 22% from last year. Numbers compiled by the personal finance site, The Balance, shows that the price of a 12-ounce box of chocolates is up from 9% from 2021. And if it's a romantic meal you're planning, the price of a premium steak is up a whopping 154%. For a premium steak? Yep. Dang, what better get out there buy your stuff now? I'm just, you know, I, good news. Valentine's Day is on a Monday, and who wants to go out on Monday? <laughs> Post-Super Bowl, too, so everyone have that Super Bowl hangover the nah. next day. How are you going to beat it? Are they watching the big game on Sunday? The next day, you don't want to go out. You just want to lay low at the house. On a bad side, a lot of people probably be going out over the weekend instead to celebrate Valentine's Day. But I'm just not a fan of, like, the prefix meals and stuff. I don't like that. I wish they'd just still keep their regular menu. You, know, you at least have that option. You either do prefix if you want to with you and the uh, your lover or just get whatever you want when you go out. Yeah. That's, I, I've had um, – it wasn't for New Year's. It was for – or no, it was for New Year's instead of Valentine's Day. We were going to go out to dinner, and uh, we had a reservation. And they uh, – to their credit, they called like a week in advance just to let us know. They're like, <clears throat> hey, we were just confirming your reservation. Wanted to let you know we have a prefix menu that night. And I was like, oh. Thank you. We will be canceling. Have a nice day. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't want you telling me what I got to eat. And plus, you, do you eat that much as well? Like, I don't no. eat, like, I, we went out to uh, to dinner a couple times this past weekend, and uh, just, like, I'm not, I'm not a big eater. And we went to one restaurant Saturday night. It was awesome. We had, like, a lot of food. And after, like, the appetizers, I'm like, I'm getting full. We have more food coming. And I, I ate know. it. I ate it. But I'm like, oh, I'm full. I normally don't eat this much. Uh, also, this morning, about two-thirds of people say they are most likely to swipe write on someone that has a pet in their photos in their dating app profile. In fact, half of the respondents say they would like to go on a dog-friendly date at a park or a beach. More than 7 in 10 pet parents say they see red flags if a potential partner doesn't treat their own pets like family. The survey of cat and dog owners also found common warning signs and deal breakers that singles often encounter while dating with pets. Some of the deal breakers, three in five people think that leaving a pet in a crate 
all day is a major no-no. Another 52% raise an eyebrow at pets not being allowed on the furniture. And regardless of relationship status, 73% of respondents believe they are more likely to approach someone walking a dog. And almost half claim their pet has been their wingman helping them score the phone number from a potential mate. If your pet has his own bedroom, is that, is that, is that they'd appreciate it then, right? Their own bedroom? Yeah. I'm. That's pretty luxurious yeah, that's, if they have their own bedroom. Jaxie Bear has his own bedroom. Wow. He's got his own little bed that he sleeps in every night. He goes into the guest bedroom, and that's that's his room. That's No one else really goes in there, so that's uh, Jax's bedroom. But, I mean, is it like you guys designed it just no, for him? No, oh, it's, it's a, it's I was like, wow. It's a guest bedroom that we... we that we, he hangs out yeah, in. Yeah, we never okay. use that room, but there's a bed in there, and so he, he jumps on it, and that's the bed he sleeps in at night. So. I was going to say, I mean, I mean, that's still very luxurious, but... Uh, I thought like it was okay. This is his room. Doggy posters <laughs> yeah, and exactly. stuff on the wall. Yeah. His favorite bone hanging out there and everything. <laughs> Finally, this morning, the guy in this story is okay and was not arrested because he's he's obviously got some mental health stuff going on. But imagine if this happened to you. A woman near Vancouver, British Columbia, named Bethany Coker, found a bunch of mud in the driver's side seat of her car last week. And she didn't know where it came from. She usually leaves her car unlocked because it's Canada. So she assumed maybe someone homeless slept in it. Anyway, she decided to start locking it from now on and steam clean the whole seat. But then cut to three days later when she went to put something in her car at work and realized someone was hanging out in her trunk. She noticed the windows were fogged up and then she was putting something on her passenger seat when she heard a voice said, that said, hey. So she looked over, saw a guy's face in the pass-through hole that leads to her trunk. <laughs> and he was naked. Ew. Yeah, he told her it was, quote, a rite of passage and that he was the son of the Pope. So, yeah, at that point, she kind of flipped out, grabbed yeah. a coworker, called 911. Turned out the guy has issues and he'd been out drinking. He thought someone was chasing him. So he climbed in her trunk and he'd been there for three days. Now, luckily, he did not freeze to death, and cops say he's getting the help he needs now. Bethany says the craziest part was when she realized she'd been driving around with him while running errands for the past three days. She said he never made a peep during that time. Think of all the driving, the places you've been in your car the past three days, and now finding out there's someone in your trunk the entire time. Well, luckily, I stayed home all three days. Oh, so be safe. They were in a nice, warm garage. The life of luxury. <laughs> the is the best. Strong find. But normally, yeah, that would be very, very Roll scary. Roll around on the 95. Oh. We talked about the roller coaster part of the of the 95, too, hitting that thing in the bay in your trunk. Man, oh, man, bouncing around. Oh, I found a new roller coaster area, you guys, this weekend when I was driving to my daughter's volleyball tournament. I was on the 215. It's not new. It's just new to me because like, I don't drive to Henderson very often. So I'm on the 215 going to Henderson. You pass like where the airport uh, connector is. And right there it goes up and down, up and down. I was like, wee! I have a new area that, that I can go like a roller coaster on. It was so fun. Coming up here, we have Jerker Justified. We've got a 16th birthday dilemma. Two parents are at odds. Who's the jerk? Well, you decide. It's coming up next. It's Mix 94.1.
Elton John, Dua Lipa, Cold Heart. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And it is time for you to be the judge. We love getting your dilemmas. You can send them to us and just go to our website, Mix941.fm, for jerk or justified. This one, uh, they emailed in to us, and it reads... Hi, Mercedes and JC. My ex-husband and I have been angrily disagreeing on a subject, and I want to know, am I being a jerk or am I justified or the other way around? Winky face emoji. Our son shares his birthday week with his best friend. They were born five days apart. This week is the big year 16 celebrations. For my son's birthday celebration last weekend, his best friend, well, parents, gave him cash in a card, which is the going present for his group of friends. The best friend's birthday celebration is this weekend. And when I asked my son's father if he wants to go in halves on the cash, I got a lecture. He feels since my son is 16 and working now, my son should be giving his friend a cash gift from his own pocket. I feel that is pointless since last week he received cash from his friend and it's just like giving him cash back. So my son doesn't get to enjoy the benefit of receiving a gift of cash since he's turning around and giving the friend his money back. My ex feels that his parents to buy didn't buy his friends gifts as he got older so why should we buy gifts for our son's friends i understand as my mom would not buy gifts either for my friends as i got older but i also feel that was a different time also my ex thinks this is a lesson in being financially responsible i think it's unfair as all of us moms in the group give the boys cash i'm wondering about the opinions of your wonderful listeners maybe i can get some insight on my views i just want my son to enjoy his cash gift and be a kid a little longer. Thank you. Signed, Katrina. What do you think? Uh, is she a jerk for, for wanting to just pony up the cash? Here's here's some cash. Happy birthday. And have it be said and done. Or do you think dad's in the right? Or it's like, hey, it's his friend. He makes money. Why, why am I footing the bill? He didn't give us the cash that he got from his friend. So what do you guys think? 702-364-9400. I don't think the mom is being, I side with the mom on this one. Um, I, I do agree about t- teaching the kids some financial responsibility. There's, I'm sure there's other ways to do this. This is his best friend's 16th birthday. This is a big deal. And also, also your son's 16th birthday. He got some cash last week. Let him spend it on a gift that he wants. And then step in and help your son out in this situation. At least that's what I, what I would do. And I, I completely understand about teaching him financial responsibility. There's other ways in my mind to do it. Step in, help the kid out, help your friend out, and, and move on. So are my thoughts. Um, uh, just t- t- saying what I do, my daughter uh, is in that age range. And when her friends have a birthday, she buys them a gift with her money. She doesn't come to me and say, you know, give, give me money so I can buy a gift. She, the money she's gotten from, you know, she doesn't even have a job. She gets money for chores once in a while, for, um, for birthdays, for holidays. So... She, I bought the gifts when they were little kids, but once they got older and they started wanting to exchange gifts, that's on her. So I kind of side with him. He has a job, um, he, you know, he he got cash, so yeah, in essence, it is exchanging it. But um, he's financially responsible enough to to you know take care of having a job. So I say let him take care of the gift and you know they're not extravagant gifts. She spends maybe like 20 bucks or 15 bucks or whatever it is, but she does it. She doesn't she hasn't come to me asking to give the money. So what do you guys think? 702-364-9400. Shay, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what do you think? So I for sure think that it is way more personal to give 
a gift from that other child. So, like, give them a little bit of money and then let them choose what to get them instead of the money. Oh, so you, okay, so do you think the money should come from mom and dad, or do you think the money should come from him, and then he should just buy a gift? Possibly have it. Oh, okay. That's a good compromise. Like, hey, uh, normally you would give him a 40, 40 bucks. We'll give you 20. You use 20 of yours. Buy him something instead. I agree. I feel like, I feel like gifts are better than cash, but I know kids just like gift cards and the cash money. right now. At so. what point did you start the transition with the girls where they're buying their gifts, own gifts for their friends? Did that something start with like 12 or 13 or earlier than that or later um, than that? I think after the parties stopped, when it was a birthday party mm, I had to take yeah. them to, then I always made sure I, I got the gift, but now they don't really do parties. So, um, And it might be different if there was a party. I'd be like, oh, so that means we got to get them a gift. But mm-hmm. now they just exchange gifts and they, they buy it for each other. Oh, when the parties stop. Ah, it just depends. Some of them go really extravagant and have these big parties, but my my kid and her friends, they're like, no parties. My daughter's birthday's tomorrow. I'm like, do you want to do a party? She's like, no. <laughs> what do you want to do? She's like, I don't care. So it's like, okay. <laughs> well, we love hearing from you guys for Jerk or Justify. If you're ever in a situation, you can go to our website and email us. Send it our way at Mix941.fm. John Legend starts his residency up, and we've got your tickets tomorrow morning at 825. Mercedes in the morning. That's Adele. Oh, my God. Oh, my God is right. (laughs) When is she coming to town? Oh, my God. Please let us know. Oh, that's not going to happen, right? That's not going to happen, is it? (laughs) I don't think so, honestly. That's one of the prop bets for the big game this weekend. Yeah, (laughs) really. What's the over and under on that? It's 917 Mercedes in the morning. I don't know if there is some sort of lottery tactic that we've never explored or if this is really dumb luck. But did you hear about this guy? He's in, in Charlottesville, Virginia. And first of all, I'd like to say I really wish we had a lottery. Here, I like I like playing the Powerball. <laughs> I like doing that stuff every once in a while. I have five bucks here, give me a couple of scratch off tickets or whatever. But this guy, his name is Jalen Taylor. He decided to buy over two hundred and fifty lottery tickets. Every single one was a winner. Every single one of his two hundred and fifty lottery tickets was a winner. Now, I'll explain. In November, he got 104 pick three tickets for just a single drawing. And he used the exact same three numbers on every single ticket, nine, six, and zero. So those numbers hit the $500 jackpot. So he basically won it 104 times for a total of $52,000. So very lucky. But then here's the part that's even crazier. Last month, he decided to go for it again. He bought 160 tickets with the numbers 5, 4, and 2. And he won a second time. He walked with 80 grand that time for a total of 132,000. He says he just had a feeling about those two sets of numbers. So he went all in on it. And that's a lot of money. Has it, Have you ever won anything and and? How valuable was it? Was it as cheap as, you know, you had you had the leftovers from your slot play and it was 
10 cents that you had to cash out or was it something as big as $132,000? What have you won? 702-364-9400. I'd say that's pretty good. $132,000. That's huge. Let's go back though, Mercedes. You can play the Powerball right now. So we're going to go back. I have February 5th winning numbers. What numbers would you have bet on February 5th? You have? Yeah, you I, actually have the yeah, numbers? I pulled them up. The, the past Powerball. Um, so just, just think. If you'd like to play, what numbers would you have gone with? I would go with oh gosh. Okay. So let me think. Uh, I like the number 5. Uh-huh. Um, 24. I always pick 24 for okay. things. <sighs> Uh, 39. Okay. What do they go up to? Oh, um, maybe 99. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, 61. Okay. 16 and 27. The winning numbers from February 5th in order. 5, 16, 27. 39, 61, and 24. Oh, my God. You got to be playing the lottery. Please don't come in here because I Googled that, too. <laughs> Obviously. I would have never, oh, never picked you those ahead. numbers. <laughs> would you pick any of them? Any of those? Um, 24, you? actually, I might have picked that number, but the rest yeah. have no significance to me whatsoever. I, uh, <laughs> the, the most ever one on a slot machine, I, I think I talked about a couple weeks ago, was um, MGM Grand, the Roaring Lions, a slot machine. My car, I was in college, my car just broke down, $800 worth of repairs. Buddy of mine was in town, he won on those same machines. He's like, dude, trust me, these machines are hot. I put 20 bucks in and I won $1,000. Wow, that's really cool. Paid for my car to get repaired, had some extra money. It was like God was looking down on me that day, like, yeah, we'll we'll bless you with this $1,000. Yeah, you need it. You need it worse than I do. (laughs) Let's talk to Sammy. Sammy, what did you win? (laughs) Okay, so I'm working in Prim. I am waiting for a buddy to get off work. I got like $3 cash on me. I'm playing the red, white, and blue slot machine. I get down to my last quarter, and I end up hitting three reds for like $2 and some odd cents, $2.25 or something like that. So because it's a jackpot, they have to pay me out. They, When they pay you out, they put another coin in the machine for you. And when I played that coin, I hit three blues for another $2 and a quarter or something like that. But what? So you, if, you hit jackpots like for $2? <laughs> Why is the jackpot so small? Like four dollars and seventy-five cents. <laughs> but why is it so small? Because he a wasn't playing Max Bet. He was I know, but playing. even so, with one quarter, you would think you hit those three things. You're making a hundred bucks or something. Nope, you weren't. <laughs> Always play the Max that's Bet. Right. But I mean, that's better than a kick in the butt, right, Sammy? So at least you got something. Well, I'm so I, sorry. I, I take the kick in the, kick in the butt. Wake me yeah. up so I gotta, you got to drive home to Vegas. That, that's true. Oh man, Ashton. Good morning. What did you win? Hi. Um, so on New Year's Eve, my boyfriend and I decided to go to Aliante and just like gamble a little because we never really do it. Um, and we put, I think, maybe like $20 in the Kino machine. And um, he probably pressed the button like three times. So he spent about 75 cents and won $3,000. Whoa. <laughs> nice. I've never played those Kino machines. I'm always, they are so intimidating looking. I don't know what the rhyme or reason. Did he have a set of numbers he picked? Or does he go like random where I pe- see people make like an L or they'll, they'll make it in a weird corner of the board? 
Um, no. So the numbers he used, um, it's really, like, funny. I took a picture of um, some numbers that he used back in, I think, June when we first started dating, and he was playing Keno, and he used those numbers. Wow. It was it was destined to happen. That's so cool. Um, hang on the line, Ashton. I want those numbers, please. <laughs> Mercedes, <laughs> last chance. So I scroll back a couple dates. I'm going back to, so don't look, but let's go okay, back to okay. Wednesday, February 2nd. Let's see if you can pick any. Give me one number. One. No. 22. No. Eight. No. Um, 13. No. 25. No. Uh... 11. No. Oh, man, I lost. <laughs> man, you should have a number you and I talked about off the air within the past 20 minutes. Within the past 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. Uh, I said you were lying when you told me the number. I have bad short-term memory. What was it? <laughs> you don't remember I asked you something, you said a certain number, and I said, no, are you sure about that? Your daughter's age? Oh, 18. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet, but soon. <laughs> that, that would have won you some oh, money. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay, I'm going to start going with that number. <laughs> Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending <laughs> on Mix 94.1? Okay, this morning we have Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott trending. They announced the birth of their second child by posting a black and white photo of their newborn baby's hand on Instagram. They haven't officially revealed the baby's gender, but sources close to them are saying it is a boy, especially since the caption has a blue heart with the date 2-2-22. Fans and family members have been expressing their excitement, delivering their congratulations. Her sister, Courtney Kardashian, commented, Mommy of two life. No word on the name yet. The two are already parents to their four-year-old daughter, Stormy. That's good news for them. Happy for them. It's a cool date, too. Easy to remember. 2-2-22. I really want to know the name. I like hearing these celebrity baby names. They're always different. Stormy. So what's what's it going to be? What are they? Are all the Kardashian-Jenner kids? We have, there's a North, right? There's a Stormy? Yeah, North, Chicago, Saint, Psalm, uh, Mason. Uh, what's Chloe's kid's name? Oh, she's so cute. Uh, Start true, true. How do I know all the Kardashian kids' yeah, names? I don't know. Pick but a number I between do. one and sixteen. One and sixteen. Pick a number. Uh, eleven. Eleven's kind of my number. Navy. Navy. Mm-hmm. That's the next name. The, yeah, that'd be the next name, which is, is also the eleventh commercial playing the next commercial break. Navy Federal Credit Union. Oh, so you go with Navy. I actually, that's a really that's cool a good name. name, right? Yeah, Navy. Wouldn't that be something if they did name it Navy Stormy and Navy? Oh, man. I like that name, Navy. I do too. Hey, what's your name, Navy? Ooh, that's good. That is a really cool name. Someone, <laughs> someone name your child that. My my friend had a, a baby last week. It, she did not name him Navy, but now I'm going to go back. Can you change the birth certificate and name him Navy, please? <laughs> and that'll be a new segment on our show. We'll give you the client uh, based on the commercial order and exactly. the commercial break. Exactly. That is a great name. Also trending this morning is Pro Bowl. The AFC came out ahead of the NFC yesterday in the Pro Bowl, 41 to 35. The AFC scored 13 consecutive points in the second half of the game which was actually filled with a ton of turnovers. Um, The two teams combined for eight turnovers, seven of which were interceptions. The AFC has a five-game Pro Bowl win streak. Justin Herbert from the LA Chargers and Las Vegas' own Max Crosby were named the Pro Bowl MVPs. It was boring. They need to do something different. You can change it up, mix it up. (laughs) Three on three, five on five, make it a skills game, play golf, go bowling. Have people play football while on back of another player. Like, you got to do something to make it 
Oh, like, do the, you like a three-legged race, but do it football style, so you have to be attached to someone the entire time? Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, there's there's ways to make it more interesting. Freeze tag out there in the field? Yes. This is boring. Also trending is Build-A-Bear. So the company has launched Build-A-Bear After Dark. It's a new series of teddy bears designed specifically for adults. Now, the concept was announced on their Facebook page. They're definitely playing into Valentine's Day. The post says, wink, wink, our gift shop is full of gifts for adults, too. Shop Build-A-Bear After Dark for unique gift ideas that are sure to get you hugged. Now, the bears, they're not, they're not too explicit, but the reaction has been mixed, that's for sure. Some of the animals are drinking wine. Others are wearing lingerie. Some some were wearing like those Hugh Hefner type bathrobes and stuff, uh, or wearing shirts that say "I want to take you out." What so, is tied up? Yeah, well, the, I don't. I didn't see that one, but uh, I'll take your word for they it. They go extreme on. They get really extreme on these things, and that's what's trending. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. Make sure you join us tomorrow. It is back. Tomorrow will be Tuesday. And we've got another Try It Tuesday. A new item. Something that is just recently released that we are excited to try. Um, could get a little spicy in here. I'll leave it at that. It's spicy? It could be. And I think messy. And messy? Yeah. It's messy, too? I think it might be my, my spicy and messy. Micey. Micey. Oh, I didn't know it was spicy. All right. Uh, it could Ooh. be some fun. Do we have another trouble bubble on our hands? Let's hope not. Mercedes, oh, man. when you were out last week, we replayed that segment. Steph and I were in tears listening back to it. Oh, it's, gosh. But some people heard it for the first time, too. I text messages with people like didn't hear it the first go-around. They're like, are you guys okay? Do you need anything? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. It's a replay. We're good. We're oh, good. Oh, wow. I don't think I could listen to it again because I have so much uh, like traumatic ex- like <laughs> memories from that that I just don't think I oh, can listen boy. to it. But, yeah, that's all happening tomorrow morning. Right now, though, it's time for the line of the day. Well, Mercedes had a list of the grossest words in the English language. If you missed it. Turn this down here. Here's a five-second recap. Putrid. Ooze. Mucus. Fester. Phlegm. Moist. Pus. There you go. (laughs) You forgot seepage. (laughs) (laughs) And my personal favorite, panties. Panties. (laughs) Well, that'll do it for show number 1562 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. Putrid. Ooze. Mucus. Fester. Phlegm. Moist. Pus. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.